She did have a minute. Uh, that's, I mumble so bad. Great. <laughs> I'm so good at speaking in audio format. There are spoilers in the show. Welcome again, everyone, to Ignorance Is This, a show that dissects a different way of watching film in the 21st century, with little to no knowledge about that film beforehand. My name is Scott Martin, and sitting opposite me is my co-host and very best friend, Oliver Deer. Hello, Scott Reese Martin. How are we, my good friend? Yeah, good. My How good are you? friend, Scott Reese Martin, social security number 0780511. <laughs> hey, hey, stop that, stop that, stop that. My good friend who lives at uh, 35. <laughs> hey, hey, hang on a second. Uh, Crescent. Hadfield <laughs> Crescent. In Dunsborough. No. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out <laughs> to any um, West Australian listeners in Dunsborough. I'm <laughs> just leaking some false information there. Anyway. Uh, how are we doing today? Yeah. You've had a big, long week of sitting in a radio studio, now you're doing it again with me. Yeah, I've had a long week from this recording to the last one that we did. I think two weeks have passed. Yep. So we've missed a week already, and we're three... This is our fourth episode. Yeah. Um, but we had... But we, like, prepared those yeah. episodes earlier. So to all of you guys listening, uh, a week shouldn't have passed. But for us, I've been um, doing a lot of stuff. My voice is really sore and I'm very tired. Yeah. Lots of talking into radio, lots of thinking up questions on the spot, which makes my um, podcasting job maybe a little bit easier if I know how to do that well. Yeah. You already stuffed up 10 times before we started this, didn't you? Only one no, time no, no, and yeah. you stopped ten, it. 10 I counted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I've, I've had a little thought this week, uh, uh, Scott. Uh, I've had a long time to think about things because it's been a long time since our last we actually recorded the last podcast. I'm ready for this. Ah, uh, my little thought. I was gonna have about movies this week. I I had an issue and a little little thing I dislike when when you walk out of the movies okay. and your your friends sort of say to you, you like you walk out of a really bad movie and it was like pretty bad and then your friends say to you to try justify that they maybe brought you there, they sort of justify and say it did exactly what it was supposed to. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Shout out to our, our, our mate who said this to us. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to explain who this person is and what movie they're referring to our at least? Our friend Andrew loves the Power Rangers. Loved him. He brought us to the Power Ranger uh, uh, movie when it came out. And we walked out of that film and he said, uh, I, thought it was, I thought it was pretty terrible, to be honest. You hated it. You said... Yeah. We we uh, had a couple uh, of drinks that night later on away from Andrew, <laughs> and you were telling me you just hated it. It was, yeah. like it was the worst movie you've ever seen. He, given he he did like it more as a kid than I did, so I understand he's going to have a different view of it. Yeah, but I just thought it was garbage. <laughs> and I and I watched Power Rangers as a kid a little bit. He's quite a bit older than us, so he had more time to understand what it was when he was watching it. Yeah, and when I was, I just liked the pretty colors and the pretty people. <laughs> but um. So it kind of like correlated perfectly to how we responded to that movie where yes. Andrew loved it. It did everything that it was supposed to do. It did everything it wanted to do. Um, and I just thought it was average yeah. and I'm probably never going to think about the movie again, but I'll still go and see the sequel. <laughs> and you just straight up hated it. So. Yeah, I, I honestly thought you guys also hated it. And when you asked what I thought, I was like, well, it's pretty obvious what we all think, isn't it, guys? <laughs> and you guys, you didn't mind it as much. But um, And I don't, I don't... I don't disagree with Andrew liking the film or anything. He's he's very welcome to like it. I have no issue with that. He probably he probably thinks it's lovely. I disagree. <laughs> but my issue comes with the phrase uh it did exactly what it was supposed to. Yeah. Because no, I, I agree with I this. I think that is the equivalent of saying, Well, they did the bare minimum, didn't they? 
Yeah. And or... then you applaud them for it or something. And yeah. It's like, you know what? They, they had the capability of making something better, but they didn't want to. So mm. they didn't. Yeah. And therefore, it did everything that they wanted to do. Mm. Or everything that they were supposed to because do. Because I think it had enough differences where it could have been. Uh, it could have been really good. I genuinely think it could have been a good movie, but they decided to make it really bland. It had power by Kanye West in the soundtrack. Yeah. That was good. Do you want to let me tell the listeners a little funny joke about that? Yeah. We were listening. <laughs> uh, I, I don't mind the band 21 Pilots, and you really do mind. <laughs> I know I know they're not everyone's cup of tea. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I like I like them. They're fine. Um, and they played a song. <laughs> quite early in the film yeah. and you turn to me with your little sarcastic tone and say <laughs> yeah this would be the kind of movie that plays 21 Pilots <laughs> and also and I, I'm and like yeah great and we had were, no retort we were late into the movie so we walked in we missed the oh, opening yeah. and the opening was apparently really cinematic and really cool with Brian Cranston running around <laughs> but we missed that so we walked in and I just hear bloody 21 Pilots playing <laughs> in your face and I'm just <laughs> give Ollie a poke in the back and it's like yeah this this is already off to a great start, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then later on during the finale, <laughs> Power starts playing. Yep. And I turn to you and say, oh, yeah, what kind of film it was this? The sort of film that plays Kanye West, isn't it? <laughs> I had nothing to say. I completely yeah. put in my place. The good thing about it was um, they played the whole of Power, whereas usually they pay the, oh, uh, yeah. And then yeah. they'll stop. But they played like two verses. Yeah, they did. Notice that there was a lot of power-related songs in the Power Rangers movies. Yep. What's another one? I've Got the Power. I think that was played during the credits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they just went into Spotify, typed in Power, (laughs) and thought, oh, yeah, all these good songs with the name in the title. Great. But anyway, can you, you, like... Anyway, back to the... (laughs) Back to uh, them doing the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, Could you name, like... It's because when people say, you know, did it exactly what it was supposed to, it's like, okay, define, you know, I don't think it did what it was supposed to because I had more expectations. I think they could have done more. Could yeah. you name a single way that movie could have been better? Um, oh, it's been like four weeks since <laughs> we saw this. I mean, literally name a thing. And I can barely remember it. <laughs> um, less Krispy Kreme. I think that was weird. The and joke was overused. Yeah, it was barely a joke. It was just like a $30 million sponsorship. <laughs> um, uh, oh, that <laughs> that bit. Is this what you want me to talk about with um, the Power Ranger that um, is just a complete piece of work to her parents? And it's just like, the mum is like, hey, how about you just talk to me about your day today and she's like you don't understand me mum <laughs> and then runs away and then we're supposed to sympathize with her and i was just like oh she just wanted to know how you're doing you, yeah you, uh they're just I don't a think lot of that a lot of teenage yeah. angst but Some, like it was too much of that and they a lot of the characters were well developed i thought the blue ranger mm. was um really excellent i liked um zach efron's little brother from Perth. What? Oh. <laughs> the guy looks exactly like Zac Efron. <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought he was a yeah, fine yeah. Red Ranger, but uh, that just that moment where the parents were um were yelling at that daughter, yelling, quotation mm. marks there, 
uh, that really pissed me off, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I really sympathize with being in the Yellow Ranger too. Uh, this is why I get angry at my parents and I'm an angsty 14-year-old. Hey, I get angry at my parents. Can I be a Power Ranger too? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, what's what's something that you think is something that should be um, that would be better? Um, considering you think it's the worst movie ever. Oh, it's made. not the worst movie ever. It was. It was yeah, it's just. <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought it, I could. I thought they could have used um more humor. Uh I thought. I'm not saying like Marvel humor is the be all and end all of humor. But for what, for what Marvel humor is, they could have used more of that. Just like okay. s- sarcastic. It's very American humor, but I don't know. That would have been fine. I thought it would have just made some of the dialogue more interesting. I thought the dialogue was pretty crappy. What about the? Um, yeah, there was a lot of like pretty cringe dialogue. Yeah. What about the? Um, the like visuals of it. Um. When they fell into that pit and then they became the Megazord. I think that's what it's called. I don't know anything mm. about yeah, this I franchise know. anymore. I don't know. It was it was a, it was a very expositional. All the dialogue, like when they're walking to town. I think you uh, said this. Like they're walking to town, and Goldar, the big giant bad thing, is crushing the town. They're like, "Look, Goldar's crushing the town." They oh, they could all see it. Yeah. They've been looking for it at least ten seconds when the pink ranger says <laughs> says something really obvious and oh i hated that bit <laughs> yeah. I just, I remember now being, you remember <laughs> i remember being so mad when that happened they like she pointed at it they were all running to the town <laughs> they're already on their way it's this massive massive creature and it's just just stepping on a building and it's like look he just stepped on a building <laughs> oh no i didn't like that anyway yeah is that your thought for this week that is my thought done and dusted yeah just a little peeve anyway all right, Maybe well, on. um, got a song lined up or yeah, something? Yeah, let's, let's go to a song because, uh, oh, geez, how long were we talking for then? That was a 10 minute thought. That's, right. a, that's a good thought this week, Ollie. Thanks. I, I like uh, that. Yeah, I, do, I did a lot of thinking in the two weeks we had. In conclusion, Power Rangers could have been better, but I thought it was average and fine. Yeah. One of the, um, one of the listeners that, do, that does listen to us every week is Andrew. Did we, did we say anything mean that I'm, <laughs> we're going to get in trouble with? Uh, Edit the version you give him. (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't say anything. Mr. Blue Sky there by Electronic Light Orchestra. Uh, That came out in 1977, so quite a while ago, Ollie. We weren't born. Nope. Went around. We were a long time away from being born, and that masterpiece was already released. Yeah, okay. How lucky are we? I know. Where's that song from, Scott? That song is uh, the first track in the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 soundtrack. Um, it was it was used heavily in the film. Yep. And um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that later today. Yeah. In, in, in a little bit. A bit of sizzle there. Yep. Because uh, oh, I, so hot. <laughs> oh, that sizzle. Oh, I'm sizzling. <laughs> you loved that meme. <laughs> you you just love your your catchphrase there. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I wish it was my catchphrase, but I I can't <laughs> say it is. Yeah. Um, we went and saw Guardians two recently. I hadn't watched the. I'd watched a little bit of the trailer. I'll explain later. Um, and you, you've watched all the trailers. I'm a big Marvel boy. I love watching yep. my trailers. They're the one trailers that I'll watch as soon as they drop. Are we a true podcast now because we were reviewing a Marvel film? Yeah, yeah. I think I think everyone has to like, otherwise, yeah. We're very different from the rest of the podcasts, though. Yeah, you know. Because I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think anyone that will be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy will go in and say. I hadn't known anything about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 That's before true. I had seen it. That's true. So, listen to us. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is this is Don't how we're these... slightly different. <laughs> Don't listen to these Weekly Planet Boys or any of these other Australian comic book podcasts. We're way cooler and funner. Yeah. And here's another way we're really different. We uh we play games on our show. Yeah. Love to play games. Like I'm pretty sure no other podcast plays games. Like no. it's just us. <laughs> but we we've caught a cool game and we played it once before. It's called Critically Acclaimed or Critically Lame. Woo! Woo! Clap be- sound effects. <laughs> and there because- it is. Because you're notorious for never watching uh, films, what, hate what, them. What do I call you? Um, An idiot. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I call you ignorant by default. Yes, that's right. <laughs> because you just, you were just born not knowing anything about films. <laughs> um, I want that on a shirt, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that would be good for you. All right, there's uh, our merch when, idea. Yeah. When we get massive, there it is. <laughs> um, but I'm going to give you two films. I'm going to explain the synopses of two films, and you're going to tell me which one was the good one, which one was critically acclaimed, and which one was critically pla- panned or critically lame. Yes, okay. Right? So uh, I'm not going to tell you what they are, but yep. I'm just going to do the synopsis, and I'm not going to give you character names so you, like, you won't know, know anything about. And um, And very clearly lay out when the switch over has happened because last yes. week I thought that there was some like massive chicken was in some <laughs> alien film or something yeah I had no idea what was going on that way right. now I'll explain how these two films are sort of connected through a theme uh, after I explain the synopses alright okay. so I'm, I haven't written them down so I'm going to go from memory and I haven't seen either of these films so here we go great this is going to be good right, the, f- the first film is this the critically acclaimed or critically lame one it involves a man, and he speaks directly with God. Okay. Okay, this isn't the film. This is not Bruce Almighty, don't worry. No, no, no. <laughs> um, he speaks directly with God, and God tells him that he is sick of the US government not uh, uh, doing, doing anything about Osama bin Laden. <laughs> okay. And he sends this man... On a on a mission, the like God gives him a mission to go to uh, a country. <laughs> Let's say, I think it's Afghanistan. I think it's I think it's that. Okay. Um, he and then he, he tells him to go there and kill Osama bin Laden. And so this this character is quite a crazy, loony, crazy character, and he goes over there. And uh, yeah, he looks for Osama bin Laden to kill him. I I don't know if he succeeds, um, but uh, <laughs> have you not seen this movie? No, I haven't seen either of these. Oh, now that, that might be a clue there. This might be the bad one, huh? Maybe I haven't seen either of them though. Oh, okay, all right. right. Anyway, um, but on his way there, he uh he 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 tries to sail there, and he's never sailed before. He tries to ha- have a hang glider to f- try and find uh, uh Osama bin Laden's base. And he also purchases a sword. Is this the new Zelda? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hang gliding, sword. Osama, Osama bin Laden. Bin Laden. <laughs> Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he also purchases a sword okay. to, try to kill him. That's okay. his weapon. Because we... he's just like this generic dude that's never, you know, he doesn't leave America and he's a, I don't know, he's a businessman or something. But yeah, he purchased all this stuff to go kill us. Okay, uh, that's the first movie. There are like five different movies I thought that was just then. I was like, I, okay, I'm, it's going to be this, it's going to be this, and then it's going to be this, and then I thought it was going to be Zelda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah, next one. Next next movie. Next and movie. for those playing along at home, 
this is now the second movie. Is this the critically acclaimed or critically lame one? Here we go. Second movie. Okay, so our, this is a bit of a... I have to explain that this is a bit of a meta film. So the writer of the actual film is the main character in the film. And the writer ha- uh, in the film... Okay, so the name, the dude's name is Charlie Kaufman. Um, he in the film he has to adapt a screenplay for a book, like a novel, a novel. So there's the novel, and he has to adapt it into a screenplay. Okay. Right. Yep. And the the book that the movie is based on is the actual book that the actual writer had to adapt into an actual screenplay. That's very cool. And so the movie is about literally the writer creating this movie. I see. And the issues he faces because he has a bit of writer's block because the book is too hard to turn into a film and he has a bit of writer's block. And his twin brother, who is played by the same actor... (laughs) Yeah, okay. So it's it's one actor playing two parts. Yeah. His twin brother comes to stay with him in in the movie... This is in the movie, not in the real life. <laughs> his twin brother comes to stay with him, and his twin brother wants to get into screenwriting, and his twin brother actually gets a, another deal with another uh, screen, and they sort of work together to make this screenplay. So those are your two films. Oh, that's the end of that second yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. So this it's quite a complex uh, story there. Yeah. So I'll tell you which what one. What are your initial thoughts I, well, before I drop another bombshell on you? <laughs> <laughs> my um, my initial thoughts are, um, one of those sounds better than the other. Yeah, I would much prefer to watch the second movie over the first movie. Yeah, um, the first movie sounds ridiculous. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm leaning towards critically lame would be the movie with Osama bin Laden. And the critically acclaim would be the um, the one with the writer's block. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, but I'm that's my d- initial guess. Okay, I'm not solidifying that. I'm, I'm waiting for this bombshell. bombshell. Yeah. I'm ready for this. Both films star famous actor Nicolas Cage. <laughs> 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 and obviously in the second one, he's playing both both parts. Yeah. The two Nicolas Cages. See, now I'm... <laughs> so you've switched it now. Because <laughs> that's two leading men and they're both Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Which is a uh, a recipe for d- disaster. <laughs> oh. What do you think? And what do what do the viewers think? Uh, <laughs> text in, text in. Yeah, okay. Ah, uh, jeez. Look, I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with my guns. Yep. And say Osama bin Laden is the bad movie, and uh, is the critically lame. And the the one where he's uh, writing his script is the critically acclaimed film. All right, you would be correct. Yeah, finally, I, I got the other one wrong a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Let, That's let me good. tell you what they are. Oh, goody! So, yeah. Oh, that uh, real makes me happy. The the writer block one is called adaptation, and it is written by a famous uh, screen writer Charlie Kaufman, who also wrote Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Oh, great movie! Yep. Um, Jim Carrey. Yep, directed by Spike Jones. Spike Jones. Yep. Spike Jones also yeah. directs a lot of Kanye West music videos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he directed that new that film, Her. Oh. Um, and the other movie is called Army of One. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the the bit I wanted to tell you but I couldn't is that God is played by uh, Russell Brand. 
<laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wait, is this a comedy or is it? It's supposed to be a comedy. Oh boy! Oh no! But a lot of the reviews are saying, "I'm sure this would have been funnier in real life because it is based on a real story." Okay, that's so weird. Mm-hmm. I should have told you it was based on a real story. Then you might have, might have, might have got you there. Well, I, I was know. thinking at first it, when you said um, he was talking to God, and I was like, okay. Here we go. Is this going to be Bruce Almighty? I've, <laughs> I've seen this movie, Ollie, and you know that I have. And then you, it was about Osama bin Laden, so I thought it was that movie with um, Jim from The Office. What's his oh, name? yeah. Uh, but then, uh, 13 Hours. Yeah, and I hadn't seen that, so I thought, oh, maybe he is like a, a very Christian American, and that could have, uh, he could have been speaking to God to start yeah, with. Yeah, right. And then you said he's he's a zany character and he's hang gliding and stuff. So, uh, yeah, apparently he's supposedly Cage's worst performance. Some people are saying. <laughs> is that the Bees movie? No, uh, he's got the Bees. That's on the his... Wicker Man movie. Oh, what oh, about the one where he's the the you don't say meme and he's like he's leaning in and he's doing oh, the eyes? I don't thing. know what that is. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what those films. Are. <laughs> That's such a terrible clip. Yeah. Like I wish I could erase that from my memory <laughs> and the world. Yeah. Well, good segment. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that I finally got one right. I was yeah. thinking, like, during that, I was like, if I get this wrong, it's just going to, like, start, like, this whole thing where I'm never going to be able to get it right. <laughs> You're going through the same thing with Fruit is Acute. You either get it perfectly on or, like, 30 points off. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've, I've been 80 points off at least once. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to our main segment, which hey. is what the show's about. What's the show's about? Scott, tell me what the show's about. The show is about how um, this show is called Ignorance Is This. I'm ignorant when it comes to watching movies. I just don't like watching them very much. They go for too long. <laughs> I don't have enough of a memory. I'd rather listen to an album that goes for the same length of time. Or a podcast that goes for one Triple hour. Triple the length of time in some <laughs> cases. Um, and so for my half of this, the, uh, the show is that Every now and then I'll watch like a classic that's been given to me by Ollie, has been assigned to me as homework, and I'll watch it. We could talk about it the next week. And Ollie's half of that is he's not watching trailers that's coming out for movies that are happening in 2017. So we went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Marvel uh, property there. And um, it's funny, because, and I feel like it's worth mentioning that because we go see movies and trailers play at the movies... Uh, how, how we get around this is Oliver lifts his shirt over his eyes and, lis- and takes my phone off me sometimes or takes my earphones at least and just listens to what was it this week because the first uh, when we were watching to, uh, Good Kid Mad City he was listening to Kendrick Lamar this week <laughs> uh, we'll hear a bit of Kendrick Lamar later on in the show and um, before that when we were watching Ghost in the Shell you were listening to Frank Ocean yeah. so so this is beneficial for me as well. I'm showing Ollie this great music. <laughs> He's watching. I was I always check look up to see if like if if it is a trailer I've seen, I want to watch it. Like no, you're not allowed. No, if it's a trailer I've already seen though. <laughs> I I think Baywatch came on this time and I had to I had to hide. I'm really glad that you're no, don't not watching watch, Baywatch because I would love to have an episode on that. Yeah, I don't really want to watch it, but okay, we'll do it for you. For some reason, I'm like excited about that movie. I just like yeah. I think it's going to be very Twenty One Jump Street, and I really enjoyed those. And if it's that same humor, then yeah, give me more of it. Yeah, that would be good. And I, I'm a big Zephron fan, and I'm a big Rock fan, so it's perfect for me. Yeah, I'm. I'm as I've said, I, I like The Rock. I just don't care for him in films. Yeah, he's like a he's a super chill guy he's the most he's the most paid actor in hollywood i think yes he is crazy well that's what the oscars said oh, okay yeah mm. the oscars also said that um <laughs> la la land won best picture so <laughs> yeah don't trust bloody them. idiot oscars don't you know like <laughs> don't you realize anyway 
So yeah, we saw Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um, I was a big fan of the first one. Ollie, were you the same? Yep, loved it. Probably, loved it. probably your favorite or oh, second favorite Marvel film. What's your favorite Marvel film? <sighs> um, this is me learning how to interview again after all these years. I've yeah. done two weeks of radio and I'm back into asking back into questions. interviewing. Uh, what is my favorite Marvel film? I oh, I gotta go. Just the first Avengers. I think it's just just really good. Yes. Yeah. Although uh, I haven't seen I've only seen Civil War once, but I really like that one too. Ah, uh, Civil War, so good. Spider Man. Yep. But yeah, nothing beats that kind of that that first moment seeing them all together yeah, on screen. That first Avengers film was really good. That great shot of it spinning around them. Yeah. Whatever Whatever you think about Marvel, that was a pretty. That's a pretty momentous film. I yeah, reckon. very excellent, um, like, property management of being able to put all these characters yeah. together yourselves. Absolutely crazy. And anyway. Yeah. So that's all Earth-based stuff, but now we're in the far reaches of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. You've got your Star Lord, played by Chris Pratt. Yep. And he's thinking, where's my dad? <laughs> I don't know who he is. My mum said that he was from the stars. You've got your rocket raccoon. You've got your Groot, who's a little baby now. Yeah. You've got your Gamora. She's sassy and feisty and real fun. Yeah. Uh, you've got... Your Drax. You've got your Drax. Which is IMO, the, he's the highlight character right now. Yes. You've got your Dave Batista. You've got your wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> wrestling. Who else you got? you got your Amy Pond from Doctor Who. Yeah. you got your... Uh... Your Yondu, I don't know. What, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> no, Yondu's right. Yeah, yeah, no, I, the actor's name. Oh, oh I would have anyway. no idea. Yeah, Arrow, Arrow Man, <laughs> John Barrowman. <laughs> this is good podcasting. Oh, how cool would it be if um Arrow Man from Avengers got the arrow thing? Oh, actually, that'd be yeah, really Hawkeye. interesting. And it, yeah, you know, that, that's his art because he's always complaining how he's really bad, how he's really <laughs> shit, and like he gets the, like the super arrow. That'd be really cool. That would be good. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Yeah. With Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hawkeye's going to be in it. Yeah. Um. So. Initial initial thoughts. You went in blind. Okay. Well, hang. On, we'll just uh mention. Uh, I didn't see it 100% blind because uh, the the trailer for this one came out before we started doing the show and I didn't know I wasn't supposed to be watching the trailer. Yeah. But I didn't, I just didn't see it by chance. But I did see a couple of clips that just played on Facebook. Yeah, there's a lot of promo material for these Marvel films. The two clips I saw were, there is a clip where uh, they're in a spaceship, they're in the white spaceship and... One of the characters can like uh, sense their feelings or like their deepest, darkest secrets when they when she touches them. Yeah, the character's so, name is Mantis. Mantis. So when Mantis touches Chris Pratt, Star Lord. Star Lord. <laughs> <laughs> We're really bad at like keeping the continuity of do we choose the actor's name or the. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm that's sorry. fine. I just I don't know all the actors' names, so yeah. I'm I'm concerned. Yeah, fair enough. Neither. neither do I. <laughs> Okay, so when Star Lord, when she touches Star Lord, um, she says how he's in love with Gamora, and then Drax laughs. He like thinks it's the funniest thing he's ever heard in his life. So I've seen that scene, um, and I've I, and I do remember seeing in the tra- uh, some, I think it was another promo clip where uh, Rocket's telling Rocket's telling uh, Groot not to press the button or how to press the button. Yeah, yeah, which. 
And we we just did watch the trailer just then, so mm-hmm. I have seen the trailer now, and that's the trailer is pretty much made up of those scenes. Yeah, um, entirely. This is something that I want to talk about with. Um, you haven't seen the trailer for the new Spider Man, have you? No. Nah. I saw it as it dropped, like within the first ten minutes. I was just mm-hmm. happily on the internet when that happened, so I saw it quick. Um, now, obviously, only you and I are doing this show. And only you are doing the no trailer thing, but I still had to message as many of my friends who are into these kind of movies as possible and say, don't watch the trailer because it reveals too oh, much. yeah, that's right. Way, way, way too much. Like, yeah. I, it, it's the it's the beats, like, the enti- from start to finish, pretty wow. much. So it's, it's the Batman awful. versus Superman trailer of the Marvel Universe. I would say it's worse. <laughs> wow. I'd say it's worse than that. Yeah. Crazy. Because the Batman versus Superman, you just got to see the villain, but this you get to see too much like I, I'll, mm. clearly I'm not going to tell you yeah okay. but um alright well that would be a good that would be a good podcast wouldn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, ripping it to shreds but Guardians yep tell me about it Guardians what? had like as much material that I saw and I like to like I don't avoid any of this stuff because mm-hmm. I just I love this stuff too much um there were three scenes that were shown throughout like pretty much that were, like, at least in detail or in depth that you get to see longer than just, like, a shot or two. That was the opening scene where they're all battling that squid monster thing. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, I shouldn't say again because we haven't mentioned it yet, but this is a spoiler-heavy discussion, by the way. If anyone is... Um, <laughs> we'll put an edit because we've already gone deep well yeah, into yeah. spoiler territory. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Watch it. It's good. Spoiler alert. That's my spoiler. Yep. It's good. I <laughs> liked it a lot. Um, so the first one was of them battling that squid monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one was that scene that you're talking about with Mantis and Drax. And the third one is... Um, oh, which one was it? The baby groups. Uh, don't yeah, press the button. Don't press the button. That's it. Mm-hmm. So besides that, you just see a lot of like, you know, a shot here, a shot you don't know what planet they're on or what they're doing or who they're talking to. But those were the only things that were real spoiled in the film. And in yeah. all pro- promotional material, they would just kind of expand on that a little bit more and more. Yeah. So there were like three main scenes that were heavily known about by me before seeing mm. the movie, but the rest of that was without it. So it was kind I of think, the opposite of what Homecoming's doing. Yeah, I think I like that style of trailer editing where, where they really only show maybe like three scenes and some of those scenes are literally like a dialogue interaction. So the baby Groot and rocket scene where he's telling him not to press the button. That's like a sub scene of the big last battle. Yeah. So, but they only showing that dialogue between them. You have no idea if it's the final battle really. Yeah. Could have been anywhere in the film, but yeah, they're only playing that dialogue segment and only expanding upon it in other promos and stuff, which is a good thing because if you do, watch the trailers, um, you're only going to be spoiled that scene. And maybe that scene's, like, less impactful when you go to see it. But ultimately, the the, ho- the whole plot isn't ruined. Yeah. Just that scene. I mean, ruined when I, I mean, like, you know about it beforehand. Not actually... It's not like you hate it or anything, but... And here's yeah. the other thing. Those three main scenes that were spoiled... They all had extra bits that were part of the movie. None of none of those three were entirely spoiled yeah. by the things, and I was very happy to see that. The first one, again, spoilers. Here we go. 
the first one, instead of just seeing them battling that monster, it was turned out to be the opening shot of the entire yeah. movie. So instead of opening credits showing up on screen like you wouldn't see in any other film, they put on the song. They put on Mr. Blue Sky, the song that we were playing earlier. And then it was just Baby Groot walking around, dancing to the song while everyone else was trying to ferociously battle this creature. Mm. And every now and then you'd see Drax, like, I don't know, fall in front of Groot. And then Groot is upset because it ruined his dance move. And then he would start punching him or whatever. Mm. And then Drax would just stand up again and continue battling the squid monster. So that wasn't spoiled mm-hmm. in any of the promo stuff. So even though I knew that that scene was a thing that was happening, that the best part about that scene was not spoiled. Mm-hmm. Shot uh, scene number two was the button one. Right? Yeah. Do not press this button. That I thought was the entire bit. Like I, I couldn't expect anything else to be coming from that moment. But one of the best jokes in the whole <laughs> film was when he says, I need to put tape over the death button. Yeah. And then Star-Lord, <laughs> played by Chris Pratt, goes, okay, I'll try to find you some tape. And then it's off screen and you just see you just see Rocket and Groot just sitting there looking at the button and you just hear Chris Pratt's voice in the background just going like, hey, Drax, you got any, you got any sticky tape? Oh, no, yeah, duct tape's fine. What do you mean you don't have duct tape? Why would you say if duct tape's fine? <laughs> and, and then you hear like, his yeah. jetpack going off and then he's talking to Gamora. So that was one of my favourite yeah. jokes in the whole thing. That was a really good joke. And then at the end, it's sort of every... <laughs> the, where he's like, did you ask Nebula? I asked everyone. Yeah, but did you ask it, Nebula? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> it is sort of funny. Like, no one wants to ask Nebula because she's the evil, <laughs> evil bad person who is, like, sort of, like, reluctant to have a part of the group. And it's, just, it's a very, like, well-written bit and well executed from acting point yeah. of viewers did you tell nebula i asked everyone <laughs> just that moment of silence um and the the other scene um was the one with mantis talking about your deepest darkest secrets mm. and uh, that was obviously because at the end of the trailer is drax saying do me do me do me next and then you get to see what that thing is so you still have stuff to look forward to even though these three very prevalent parts of the trailers are utilized Mm. um they they were entertaining enough to make everyone want to go see the film while also cutting out the best moment from each of those scenes yeah that yeah that's good yeah this and that's this is how trailers should be edited i think because the exact breakdown of the trailer i we just watched was that first scene with the monster that the spaceship scene and the button scene and the only other things i can remember being interspliced with that was the character introductions where it would just say on the screen star lord and then it would show like one clip of star lord doing a thing yep and like sometimes like it's very hard to tell their context of where they were when they would show each character and then so you're only seeing one clip the only like Besides those three scenes, the only other bits you're getting are those clips of just a character in an environment. I mean, it's not spoiled. I don't think they say anything. Exactly right. Uh, yeah. You saw the first trailer, though, correct? Uh, no. It was the one where at the end you get to see um, Kurt... What's his name? No, I never saw Kurt Russell in a trailer. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that was the first trailer. So okay. that was right at the end. And that yeah. was kind of a... a spo- like, it, that was a pretty heavy thing but mm. I suppose they utilised it well where it's just Kurt Russell walking out of that spaceship where Manchester's on ah, okay. and 
Peter I knew Quill goes, who the hell are you? And he goes, I'm your father, Peter. Oh, okay. and then, so that's a... <laughs> I, did, I didn't know he was the father. So. Well, there we go. Well, yeah. And, um, and yeah, until I watched the movie. Um, but, uh, something I want to ask you. So specifically because we are watching a Marvel film this week, two things I'll ask you about uh, how how seeing some of the stuff beforehand affected it is because it's a Marvel film and what you love to do and a lot of people love to do is uh, research heavily into <laughs> the lore behind the film go- before going into it. Yep. So did you know about Ego the Planet before yes. going into it? Yeah, I knew about Ego the Living Planet before the release of Guardians 1. And did you know... Uh, like anything about him? Yeah, I knew a lot about him. He was you knew he was a villain? Yes. Oh yeah. I knew that he was a villain. I knew that he was a planet. <laughs> Great. Um because I think you... it, I think in the comics, like he is a full on planet, like to start with. Like he's not so much of a god. Right. Now, now this could be stupid and I'm talking comics that I haven't read here. And we could get taken off the air by nation for not knowing what we're talking about. <laughs> but my understanding was that Ego is a literal planet. And he has a human embodiment, but I don't know if he's so much of a god as they utilized in the film, but mm-hmm. he is a planet. So there was a good shot in the movie where you got to see when like it's revealed that like, oh yeah, this is all of me and I created this. There mm-hmm. is like a shot where like you get to see the the planet called Ego have like a face kind of on it. Oh yeah, and that is straight from the comics, okay. like the colorization of it and everything, mm. which is vastly different than what you see when you're actually on the planet. Mm. So you could tell that the planet was moving and changing. Yeah, with the cool. course of the film. Um. So, yeah, I knew that. I knew that that was a thing, and I was really hoping. I was like wondering. I was. I listened to other podcasts that discuss what they thought, how they thought ego was going to be utilized, whether it was going to be a man controlling the planet like as in like a flight deck kind of thing that was like literally just moving the planet around or if it was going to be a actual planet with a face on it Mm. or and then obviously what we got is kind of like a mixture of both yeah where he is a he's a god that created the first planets or something like that i don't know he was a brain floating in space yeah yeah and had the ability to move stuff around him but not necessarily other well, he could he could create. That's why he he could create, but only uh, around his brain. Like, oh, okay. He so, could, like, yeah, that's, that's why right. he's a planet. He he. I don't think he can do the same thing on other planets. I see. Yeah. Um, but he, I, he wanted I, to. Yeah. <laughs> how how do you think our opinions differ or our views of the film differ? You knowing essentially who the villain was, or you knowing that ego was a villain, and I had I got we got to the planet and I didn't think Kurt Russell was evil well I didn't or I didn't think Kurt Russell and the planet were the bad guys essentially I thought there would be an altercation where like maybe a misunderstanding but I didn't think that would be the main antagonist I think that we like we okay I I, like what I'm trying to wrap my brain around here is like I had a a very enjoyable time with this movie, and mm. as did you, but um, it was for very different reasons. Where I knew that Ego was going to be the main villain, mm. but still, I was still enjoying myself just as much, picking up on all these Easter eggs and things like that that were prevalent throughout. So, like that planet shot where I was like, "Oh, they actually did use a face yeah. on a planet." That is so 
perfect for the Guardians, kind of what we expect from them and these kind of movies. But you were enjoying it as well because you were going through, you were watching this movie and you didn't expect mm. this twist to happen, but it did happen. So mm. we were both enjoying ourselves for vastly different reasons, mm. but we still ha- both had a, a good time with the movie. Yep. Yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, the trailers have affected us, or have really affected our opinions this time. Because, I mean, even though I didn't necessarily know as a villain, it wasn't like a huge surprise. When, yeah, he's and, the one and, new character, <laughs> and it was slowly, re- yeah, it was it was slowly revealed. Like, oh, there's bones and in this cave thing. I'm like, there's Taser face. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. He could have been the main villain. <laughs> it could have been him. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so I don't think I don't really think our opinion of the movie as a whole is really affected by the trailer because as as we've said, the trailers were actually pretty good. Very well done, I thought. Pretty well done in terms of... Very really well did. done, okay. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, how could you get better? We we cut, we stuck with very particular moments in the film mm. and still held the best bit for people that went and go mm. saw them. Yeah. You can't do better than that, yeah. I think. That's, that's really good. Um, the other one I wanted to ask you about is it being a Marvel movie, it's also pretty much a comedy film. Yeah. Okay, can you name every joke that was ruined for you in a trailer? In the trailer, um, the button bit, but without the mm-hmm. tape bit, mm-hmm. um, the Drax saying "Do me, do me," so and that's it. So you, besides those scenes, again, that you didn't have any other jokes that were just littered through the movie that you've heard. I don't think so. Not from memory. Hmm. That's. Were there? That's interesting. Uh, but we just watched the second trailer. I know, yeah, yeah. There were only those two jokes, weren't there? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was another joke. Oh, uh, Star-Lord said something like, we're, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> we back, baby. Uh, the, uh, the line in every sequel, we're back somehow. <laughs> I, um... I, I, yeah, he said, we're back, Biatches. Oh, I don't know. Something, something, something like, like that, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but do you, what, what do you think about the jokes in the movie? Oh, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> too many? Too... No, good amount. I think there could have been more at the end or more at... <sighs> I don't... Yeah, it was, it was pretty... Uh, funny all around like they turned every every segment into a bit yeah <laughs> they had i think my favorite joke was um hey you look like mary poppins <laughs> and there's like is, is he cool uh, um yeah yeah I'm mary poppins yo <laughs> my favorite joke was um uh well, spoiler alert again oh my god when um star lord figures out that he has the ability to create just like ego does and he's oh, like yeah. i'm gonna make a planet i'm gonna have a big Pac-Man statue. I was like, okay, you can do whatever you want, son. It's like, I'm going to make some really weird shit. <laughs> I just thought that was yeah. really great. Um, That's good. But yeah, I thought there were um, there were lots of jokes. There were maybe a maybe a miss every now and then, but obviously much more hits than misses. Mm-hmm. Like an 80% success rate for the jokes. Yep. Considering that there was one every three lines, that's very well done. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this is... So I think the trailer did well in not only the plot, the jokes, because it's only taking those jokes from those few scenes, as we've mentioned. You're not having any other, any other jokes from any other scenes ruined. And, like, 
usually the jokes are like sort of like mini skits almost like when um when the uh raccoon (laughs) rocket rocket and uh yondu are locked up in the cage and they're trying to uh tell groot to go get the thing and he keeps bringing back really <laughs> yeah oh actually i think that was in one of the promos. that was in a promo i think that's in a promo not ah, a trailer okay. but maybe one of those like 40 second okay. clips so that's yeah one of the clips. other scenes ruined well, not ruined but yeah so but it, it was not to the depth that it was in yeah. the movie either. so yeah it was not like every joke and, and it wasn't their best joke even like none of the best jokes were ruined like uh, you go into some films and the best like the biggest, funniest moment is from the trailer. Like, I'm pretty sure Ant-Man was like that, where Ant-Man had that, um, it had the Thomas the Tank Engine crash Yes, through the building. That was, like, a big funny moment in the trailer. And then you watch the movie, and I'm pretty sure I can remember two jokes from Ant-Man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there weren't other jokes. <laughs> it tries that's, to... That's it, a really uh, big call, but <laughs> that's... I remember that, that Thomas the Tank Engine being a joke, and I remember... Uh, Baskin and Robbins, uh, like, they always know, man. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was the other joke. And those are the only two jokes I remember from Ant-Man, and Ant-Man was supposed to be, like, the funny movie. Yeah, Ant-Man was originally going to be directed by Edgar Wright, yeah. so... It was sp- it was going to be super funny, and I can remember two jokes from it. I'm pretty sure I don't... Me- I don't think there were other jokes I would go so far. There was a, um, <laughs> there was a moment in the trailer for Ant-Man where um, Ant-Man says, is it too late to change the name? And I don't think that's in the movie. Okay. I think they cut that from the actual movie, but it was in every mm. single trailer. It like it 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 rounded out every single trailer. It was always like the last one, the I last think, bit. I think the reason I don't think it was super funny is because Paul Rudd was trying to be funny, and all the other characters around him were just like stone faced, super serious. Yeah, and they were like like he like cracks a he cracks a wise, and then the other characters were like good. Good Ant Man, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, you just stop yourself. <laughs> you stop yourself from doing that bit. Please continue because you, <laughs> you stopped and you like kind man, of shook your who, head who like you were upset man, yourself. Uh, uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas and his daughter. Yeah, and they were just like serious the whole time. I think, and the villain was pretty serious. Like yeah. you know, no, I can I can see the, they were this all serious, an, and they like there was no riffing of each other or anything like that. Oh, sorry. There was there was his friend. Um, ah, no, I Michael can see his Penner. face. Ah, yes. Um, he they they riffed. But then again, I can't really remember that much riffing off with them either. <laughs> yeah, there was just, like it was just like Paul Rudd was the only one being funny. Yeah, and that's a kind of a recipe for disaster. You yeah. need to have a you, you need to have a bounce on someone. Can... True. Yeah, which is why Guardians works because everyone's pretty funny, besides Gamora. Gamora's funny. She had bits. Yeah, I can't think of one, but I mean, it's just not in her character. And oh, I suppose Nebula had a joke every now and then. Yeah, it's oh not yeah, ripe. Was, yeah, it's not ripe that bit. I didn't think that was funny at all. That was one of I the misses she, for me. She did have a funny. Anyway, she did have a minute. Uh, that's I mumble so bad. She did have a funny moment. <laughs> Great, I'm so good at speaking in audio formats. Um, anyway, I wanted to do a little thing. We are a film review sort of we should have like a rating system okay but based on how much uh preconceptions affected the film interesting so we can call it the preconception meter or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think what are you giving this film out of 10 how much did uh the trailer 
make the movie a worse experience or I, a better I, experience? I don't think it made it a worse experience at all. So what it got you, me hyped up for the movie. What would you give it in terms of knowing everything that I know? Yeah. An eight and a half. Eight and a half? Yeah. So that's, yeah, knowing. Oh, I feel bad. Like, like I want to give it a nine. A I loved it. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Honestly. And I'm not I'm not talking about like a rating for the movie itself. I'm talking like a rating for yeah, their 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 uh, marketing. Well, and, then a bloody yeah. nine and a half then, like <laughs> yeah. because honestly, like like I said, it's pretty much perfect. They nailed it. Mm. They yep. yeah nine and a half. I, I'll give it an eight and a half because I still think like uh I don't know maybe reduce it to one scene that you show in the trailer and okay. that, like, <laughs> like clearly you're not going to do that but no yeah. it's pretty it was pretty good but what pretty about good, uh, okay what about your actual rating for oh, the movie rating for the movie um, i'd still stick with eight and a half eight and but, half, yeah. but my marketing it, that my marketing rating is a nine and a half yeah yeah actually i'll give it a nine and a half uh based off based based <laughs> off in comparison to other films yeah. it's definitely yeah, definitely, I, uh, definitely because we both had a good time, regardless of the marketing. I can't wait for Spider-Man: Homecoming to come out, and I give it a preconception rating of te- of one or a zero. Yeah, but, give, uh, but then give the actual movie a ten. <laughs> it's a rest. It, look, this movie can't fail, and I'll talk about that it, it, during the episode. But I, yeah. I have thoughts on the the fact that Spider-Man just will not fail. I promise you. <laughs> Kendrick Lamar there with love of his new album. Damn, I was gonna say. Kenji Kumar there with Damn off his new album Love, but I picked up on that. Um, that brings us to the end of the show for this week, Ollie. Yep, we got one more thing to say before we wrap up, and that's what movie you're going to watch next week. Woo! We uh, we teased this last week, but then we ended up talking about Guardians this week instead. Yes. Uh, We've been busy. We're busy boys. Yep. So the film I'm getting you to watch, it's an like it's a film from 1996. Whoa, hold up! You're telling me the info now. Last week you you weren't giving no, no, me anything. No, I'm telling you no info. I'm telling you from 1996. Dude, you wouldn't even give me the title. Or... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give you the title. All right. Um. Okay. So it was from 1996. Good year. Uh, you're gonna watch it because you know nothing about films, and then we'll talk about <laughs> how you knew nothing about this film beforehand, and you especially know nothing because I've said. I'm not going to tell you the title. Yes. Which means viewers or listeners, they they need to know what it is still. So it is directed by Robert Rodriguez, 1996. Okay. Action thriller. And so uh, listeners can go look it up so they know what I'm talking about. There mm. is a reason I'm not telling you the title. It's actually not a bad title. Like, it wouldn't tell you anything, but there is a reason which I'll explain next week. Is the title one word long? Okay. Yeah, and you're going to watch that, and then we'll talk about it next week. Okay, that's excellent. I can't wait for that. I'm just, I'm very confused about what it could possibly be. <laughs> if anyone if anyone has ever seen it, they'll understand, I think, why I'm having a lot of secrecy. Yeah. Okay. All right, awesome. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I'm going to get excited about what that is and watch it and report back next week. Anything last thing for you to say, Ali? All I have to say is bye. <laughs>